Hello and welcome to the first episode of Pink Babble. I am your host, Katie. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at MXKatie and Instagram at WeirdlyKatie. And I am here with my two wonderful co-hosts, Maddie and Raylene. If you guys would love to go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hello, my name's Maddie and I am a freelance artist slash photographer. And you can find me at pretty much any social media at Simple Maddie. I'm mostly active on Instagram or Twitter, though. And hey guys, my name is Raylene and I am a photographer. You can find me at Raylene Shay on Instagram and Shailene August on Twitter. Ooh. Okay guys, so today's wonderful topic of the podcast is ease periods. Ooh. Ooh. All things <laughs> fun topic. Bloody and crampy. Um Ugh. Periods are interesting because there's, like, this weird stigma around them, and all women have them. Well, not all women have them, mm-hmm. but a lot of women have them. Right. Take that back. <laughs> Take a few steps back. Some now. women have them. Some women don't. Um, but they're not the greatest, and they're highly stigmatized. They're highly taxed, and sometimes products to them are not always widely available. Mm-hmm. So I figured, why not go big on the first episode and dive straight into our wonderful friends, um, the period. So, first things first, how, you're going to dive right into it. How old were you when you got your period? I did not start my period until very late, and it was, I think, about a week after I turned 15, which is pretty late for most teenagers, because <laughs> uh, the oh. normal age I'd suggest is, like, or I guess, like, quote-unquote normal is, like, 13, I guess. Yeah, see, and I was about- on the opposite end of that spectrum i got my period when i was nine. Oh, that's that must have been a fun oh time. it was a really oh, great God. time in the shower and you look down and it's orange and you think you're dying i thought i was dead and my mom's like here's a panty liner and see <laughs> i had that experience at 15 though like i thought like genuinely had no clue what was going on i went into periods completely blind i learned how to use a tampon slash pad from my best friend like i did not my family was very on the end of don't talk about it we don't want to hear about it because it's gross i want to dive more into that later but Mm -hmm. yeah my i'm like right in the middle i got mine 12 years old how old are you when you're seventh grade seventh grade 12 12 to 13 12 to 13 closer to 13 than 12 i would believe i yeah so somewhere around there in seventh grade um it was in the bathroom and at school uh, at school holy shit and i went no i I was at a friend's house when i started i don't know i just started feeling really weird and then i went to the bathroom and then there was like blood on my pants and i was like freaking out and i didn't know what to do and then i had to run to the nurse's office be like i'm dying and she was like no you just got your period honey and she gave me a pad and i was like thank god Mm-hmm. But I'm like really glad I didn't have to go to my teacher who was male mm. at the time that I got out of class. So I was like, nah, I'm going straight <laughs> to the nurse's office. So. so now to dive into the fun part, what, and that's what I meant, but I was going to touch back on that. What was it like, first of all, with your mother and then other family members, maybe other female family members or friends, mm-hmm. but specifically your experience with your mom? Personally, my experience with my mom was like almost little to no experience just because um, the whole stigma around uh, periods and like blood itself and being gross and how uh, growing up, I always thought it was unnatural and that like you have to go through it like it's a hardship for women like you just like it sucks like and you're just stuck with it. So going into the situation with my mother, it was I was going in blind. That's my personal experience. Um. I wouldn't say I was going in blind. I, cause 
I remember getting this book from Barnes and Noble, and it was the American Girl book. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know I that know book. Yeah, I know yeah, the book. I never exactly. got it. I was very jealous of any girl who did. <laughs> um, I had. Well, I bought it myself. Oh. And, um, independent I, woman at an early age right <laughs> um so i got that book and i was like and it talks about periods and how to insert a tampon and everything and like that's that was so i wasn't really i was shielded shielded from it by my mother though we mm. never talked about it i was um i would say very close with my mother growing up um so i always saw like the tampon box in the bathroom and i was like what is that <laughs> uh, but like I never asked her because um, she would just like fingers. like <laughs> um, she would just like tell me to like look away or mm-hmm. just like don't go into my drawers or anything like. Did you ever? So. Um, sorry to cut you off, but no. did you ever like take apart a tampon like as a kid just because you're curious to see what it looked like? Just like what is this contraption? What is the plastic part for? Yes. What is the cotton part for? And you just like well, took see, it apart and like I, dissected a whole tampon. <laughs> the one that I yes, the one that. I was looking at was the cardboard one and that that flipped me Mm -hmm. out because like the cardboard was just like so stiff and it was so big and I was like oh my god like the whole thing goes up (laughs) (laughs) exactly so I was just like very scared from that point on for the longest time I didn't use tampons because I was like how where does it go like what it's it's not gonna fit up there period like I'm not like I just didn't understand like the whole concept behind like sticking something up there and it's staying and it's just a string like you had to pull it out and it's a toxic shock TSS (laughs) TSS on top of like this like sticking something into your body is just like that whole circle of tampons is just like a vicious cycle like it's Mm -hmm. it's awful that's interesting so my mom (laughs) handed me a a handed me basically a pad Mm -hmm. and no other information and that was it like four years so Mm -hmm. like uh i was 17 when so in high school i found out that i could be like hyper feminist and as everyone knows i still am very much that way um (laughs) yeah so uh i found out that's when i found out that like it's your uterine lining Mm -hmm. and like it's basically like your body making a nursery for a baby and then being pissed off that you didn't fill it (laughs) with the baby and then it's like basically that's like the best way i've described it to people so my first question is like my mom was like no help and then i come from a family of nurses so that was like no help and then Mm -hmm. i had exceptionally painful periods so Mm -hmm. they're like we don't believe you and I was like, no, I am dying. <laughs> and then I had the wonderful experience of getting birth control for my periods. And so then I was the whore. Oh, like, God. Yeah, he's oh, like, oh, Lord. you're on birth control. You're having sex, which actually did not start happening until I was 19. I waited till I was an adult. That's a huge misconception. It it's like if you're on birth, if you must be fucking if you're on birth control. And it's like, no, it's to regulate periods. periods. The hormones are to regulate periods. And so if you have irregular periods or painful periods, it helps with both of those things. Because mm-hmm. most women aren't regular. Most women don't have a 28-day cycle. Mm-hmm. I I have a 31 day or something like that and then like I'll have double periods because you yep. take too much plan B or like whatever yep. it's like massive massive things and then I realized it wasn't a choice mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting and then my question for you is how old were you when you found out like everyone has a period everyone has a very similar experience mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you can find anyone who has a similar bleed out experience to you so, mm-hmm. like, how old were you when you found out, like, every girl has a pad in her purse and, like, oh, this is natural and, like, oh, this is it's not actually just blood? <laughs> Honestly, um, it was very late for me, like, not to, like, probably senior year of high school, around, like, 17, I realized, like, 
every girl struggles with this every not every girl is regular because for the longest time I thought I was just like the odd man out and I was like the only one that like skipped periods for a couple months so I would just avoid the whole like area of sex like um just completely just to avoid like even being afraid of being pregnant so to to realize like around senior year is when I realized like every girl has to be on like birth control and like what you can do to regulate your periods what you can do to like fix like whatever problems you're having it it was around senior year for me um I would say well I would I'm gonna answer like two different questions right now like uh when I first got my period both my mom and my grandma they they did uh help me if I did have have questions about it um but as far as like learning everyone went through it and like everyone carries an extra tampon or an extra pad in their purse it wasn't until high school that I like believed um or just like understood that um but I, w- I was in sports, so I, w- I did have uh, the fellow females around me that I got to ask. But um, it wasn't until high school, I would say. Probably, like, freshman, sophomore year. And then another thing, um, I never got comfortable with asking other people for tampons and such Same, until high I, yeah. school. Because mm-hmm. I always thought it was, like, some weird, gross thing. Like, oh, you're on your period right now, you need a tampon. Like, but that's not it. And it's it just, not it. It's just, like, the most basic part of womanhood is that random sisterhood you'll find when you ask for a period like for a a pad or a tampon they're super Mm -hmm. nice about it every girl has always been super super nice and if they don't have it they're really apologetic like i'm so sorry like i feel your struggle i understand right so um my next like topic of question is stigmas so i never used tampons until i was about probably 20 years old which is how (laughs) old i am right now because my mom told me only whores use tampons Oh, damn. Oh, my so goodness. So she, like, literally told me at, like, 10 years old in fifth grade, don't ask one of the school administrators for a tampon because she looks like a... Don't ask a school administrator for help with your period because she looks like a woman who uses tampons. Oh, damn. Like, she Jeez. said that to me. And so I believed that, like, tampons were bad mm-hmm. and then you weren't supposed to use them and that I could only use them for swimming. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. get this, I never actually put a tampon. So it's going to get really gory. So if you want to skip this part, skip it. <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. I'm about to talk about a vagina. <laughs> so I did not put my tampon in my vagina. I just kind of stuck it. Yeah, and then <laughs> it's just, like, hanging <laughs> in your lips. And then it chafes, like, like, on the inside. Oh, I hate it. that. You just put it in your vulva, and you're like, all right. You're like, yep, good enough. <laughs> That's obviously going to work. Nope, and then it'll leak, and oh, God. <laughs> and you're like, why do people use tampons? They don't even work. <laughs> they don't work. There's no point. It's just like, like, I just don't know what I'm doing, genuinely. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> so that was, yeah, all right. <laughs> that, was, that was my stigma. Oh, and that you're dirty. When you're on your period, like you're a dirty woman. My common misconception with uh, tampons was that you could not use a tampon until you've had sex. (laughs) I lost my virginity to a tampon. (laughs) Oh, I have a fun story about that. (laughs) For the longest time, it was like you cannot wear a tampon unless you've had sex. Like your body will know. Like it'll reject it. So I just wouldn't use it. And then I realize i've come to my senses you can use tampons <laughs> you can be a virgin and use tampons and now virginity is a social construct used to control women exactly <laughs> and then um now it's like i only use tampons pads are messy and they're gross and like i just won't i won't do that to myself i can't before we get to really i just have one more controversial topic the diva cup the diva cup <laughs> those you mean the devil okay the devil <laughs> cup so i have one friend who uses them and swears by it religiously i want to try it at least but, once in my life okay does it flip over in your cervix 
what if it fills up? How do you know? How do you wash it in public? Do you just rinse How that do you bitch wash in, it in public? How do you get it out when you're in the stall? Because right. then doesn't like, it get everywhere? Don't you have to like shove your hand? I don't. Does it make a weird noise when it comes out? <laughs> <laughs> I need answers. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I just like, and then you gotta boil it, which is like, ooh. Like, do, do your family members just walk by you, just watching you boil your fucking blood cup? <laughs> like what? Oh, I just, had, I just, I, I really needed to ask that question. Like, do you have a separate pot that you use <laughs> only is for the diva cup? Like, what is it? So many people be like, yeah, it has to be a separate pot, right? Like, like you don't boil your mac and cheese in the same pot you use for your diva cup. Like, that's gross. <laughs> so, like, what do you do? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Really? Do you have any stigmas? Oh, yes. Um, well, I started using tampons early on, um, but my funny story is, uh, when I first started my period and I was actually talking to my close group of friends, um, uh, it was like a group of four girls and we were like really close in junior high. Uh, well, I had this, uh, I think, yeah, one friend who, she was very Christian, um, raised in a Christian home. So like she was just very conservative and, um, she, we were talking about it in the bathroom and she was like, she asked for a pad and I was like no I'm sorry I only have tampons mm-hmm. and she was like do you need a tampon and she was like uh no you use tampons oh. and I was like <laughs> you're the tampon um, exactly <laughs> she looked whore. at me like I was <laughs> and I looked at her I was like what what's what's the matter and she was like you're 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 not a virgin anymore and I was like um Honey, that's not how it works. I really can't wait till we get to the sex episode. Oh, just God. to talk about virginity alone. Oh Lord! But, Growing up uh, in different households too. Right. Tune in next time. Tune in <laughs> episode three. Episode three. <laughs> um, but I started using tampons very early on, especially with softball. Um, that was really important for me because, like, I tried the pad thing. And every it won't time, work no, in sports when you're it, active, exactly. it won't. Gotta no. use that tampon. You gotta <laughs> use the tampon, and um. Just within the group of girls, we, I didn't really have that experience where I was, like, called dirty um, or, like, disgusting because we all went through it at that age. Yeah. Um, but definitely at school. At school, like, whenever uh, I would, like, mention it uh, that I needed, like, something, I would, like, try to whisper, like, bend down super close to them and, like, go in the ear, like, do you have a tampon? Oh my yeah. god, yeah. It's like the super private, like, yeah, exactly. Really and then, bad thing. And yeah, I, like, I remember in band, not to cut you off, there was a girl. So I was in band in like seventh grade. We went to middle school, high school. Me and Maddie went to high school together, just FYI. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I was in like seventh grade, and I always had pads. I've always been, like, you can ask anyone, I've always been like the super mom friend, even at like 12. So I had like four pads in my backpack. Same. And I remember the <laughs> senior I looked up to, who's like 18 years old, came to me in like tears. I was 12 came to me in tears and was like do you have a pad and she was like afraid to ask me and i was like oh my god of course mm-hmm. because i've always just been like yeah fuck it you bleed like you know and it's always been so weird that like you're afraid to ask and now it's like in a 20 year old adult i'm like hey 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 <laughs> out <laughs> loud to like in front of everyone but i will yeah. ask you across the newsroom do you have a pad <laughs> <laughs> and like all the boys can deal with it because honest to god it's natural and you should deal with it if you want a kid then you're gonna have to deal with this shit well exactly. yeah I've, n- recently people have been way more open about it too yeah, just because definitely. like our day and age you just like and that's my next question unless uh no i was just um just to finish like just at school it's where you really get into the stigma of periods where you know everyone around you looks at you especially the boys because yes. they're freshman teenage boys 
god i hated high school Mm -hmm. and you just like you have to be very secretive about it because i remember mentioning it mentioning mentioning it once um anemone um (laughs) uh and they got like super grossed out they're like you're on your period that's so gross like get away from me mm-hmm. and i was like no oh, like you have the plague yeah and you're like, yeah this happens to me all the time like dude it's not out. contagious it came out of that's one what of they these. thought and <laughs> i was like i looked at them i was like are you fucking dumb like i i oh god i would love to thank the u.s education system for not giving us sex ed so we don't know what periods are. yeah that is so frustrating why aren't we taught sex ed in elementary school via high school like come on like we have to be taught it's basic education especially when it comes to like spreading diseases through sexually transmitted diseases and like i'm 20 years old and have done so much research and i'm still confused honestly i know a lot and i'm still confused Mm -hmm. and then the shit that blows my mind is like biology I remember I color coded a vagina. Well, not I color coded a uterus. Yeah, and I remember still that. Still didn't learn jack shit about my own uterus mm-hmm. until I was seventeen years old, and I took high school biology at fourteen. Yeah, and it's like the you've learned way more through your own like personal research rather than or like what the education or sitting in some random older girl's car who yep. like is like your messiah for yep. thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how, that's how I got most of my information because I. Even though, you know, like, there are some schools that have the sex ed, like, available to the to the kids. And why um, is it an it's, option? Like, it's an, it, it should, that's why, that's, that was my point, is because my parents took that away from me. They signed, because you had to bring home a waiver, and, and then it. they had to sign it off for you to go to sex ed. And they took that away from me, and they're like, if you have any questions, you can ask me. I was like, I would rather learn it in a class. Vilified with, yes. if you ask a question, or they're mm-hmm. asked wondering, why do you know that, or... Why are you asking that question? Or yep. you shouldn't be having sex yep. or right. all of those things. And it's, it's like, I'm still genuinely curious as a person because then what happens is you get new experiences like I've had or other girls I've heard where you get into these unhealthy or dangerous situations because you didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. and you didn't know what to expect. Because you're uneducated on the subject. And right. that's just getting yourself in like the wrong place, wrong time. It is- and disclaimer men and boys are just as uneducated as women are we just have periods that's the only difference Mm -hmm. and the thing is we have so much information on like all these things that there's enough to have courses and like full length courses just based off of like stds so if we just had like one class just solely on stds you could have a once a week class and tell people not because not only do you have to teach to help combat stds sdis which are technically the same thing there is no real difference Mm -hmm. Um, safe sex, contraception, all of those things, you're also combating weird stigmas from the porn industry Mm -hmm. or just that you hear from the media, like vaginas are, they're called vulvas or vaginas. People use different words. Um, That they're supposed to smell good. They're not. Mm -mm. And then then you Mm -hmm. deal with teenage girls. Like you can go on Pinterest right now and type in something like hoe tips and there's literally a whole section just for vaginas. Mm -hmm. And it's like- On like how to make it like smell good. good, Like there's like detox teas or whatever. And it's like, that's unhealthy for your body. That Mm -hmm. throws off your pH balance. I said like, oh, I was like, yeah, I use a special soap because there's a pH balance thing. And someone's like, what's a pH balance? And I was like- What soap do you use? (laughs) Like, come on now. (laughs) See, but I did learn a lot from those hoe tips. Some. Okay. You, some. Do, you, you do, do learn, learn some, some things because yes. it says pH balance and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? And then you look it up. Yes. But I think there are those still, I think those still put, like um, perpetuate really unhealthy stigmas that right. women are supposed to smell. Like, okay, you're supposed to smell good. Like, please don't walk around in, with BO. But yes. <laughs> like that you're supposed to be this basically like porcelain 
beautiful doll that like guys will fawn after and everything mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. you smells amazing and it's like there's dish like you just have discharge like it's not it's not like what is it? i thought something was wrong with me when, when i had discharge, discharge right. the first time i oh my god i like freaked out and i was like what is this and i had to go to my mom and she was like oh no it's fine that just um, happens but, yeah normal. it just happens mm-hmm. it's cleaning itself and you're like what the fuck does it we'll get into this in episode two but like yeah like puberty is a whole fucking mess mm-hmm. but i think it's interesting like everyone has to then at 20 like i think 17 to 20 is a really interesting time because most people are in college mm-hmm. or in some form of like out there in like the semi-adult world and you're going to start doing adult things and then you're really scared and like because scary, you don't have the informa- full information yeah and then before we get back on topic of periods the scariest thing i think i've ever learned is that the number one sign of stds is that there is no sign mm-hmm. and you just have to get tested and no one tells you that and i was 19 when i found that out and i was like oh fuck like you well, know it's like I'm 18 sitting at this table and learning that now so oh, that there's yeah. no signs the but- number one sign <laughs> is that nothing is wrong and you just have to go like go get tested and there's like, a whole thing about like Planned Parenthood and why those things need to still be around because they get free testing and all those things I see yeah I'm very ignorant on this subject to be honest with you I definitely go get tested after myself. every new partner and if you have a set partner and they have sex with other people make sure they tell you Oh, yeah, and then get tested after each new partner, new partner that, that your partner they have. Yeah. Yes, especially if you're having unprotect- unprotected sex. Yes. Because sex with birth control and no condom is still unprotected sex. That's my PSA for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> back to periods. Back to periods. Um, my final, well, I have two more questions, but um, pink taxes and mm. the politics around periods. Okay. So, like, I mean, pink tax kind of covers more than just, like, tampons, pads, all all that. It also covers razors and shampoo and, like... And those stupid fucking, like, Bic pens for women. And it's, like, 30 cents upcharge in it just because it's pink. And it's, like... Eh. So, one of the craziest... So, we had a friend, and I rec- I'm going to plug her podcast. Her name was Amanda, and she had a podcast called... It was Revenge Mode. Thank you. Maddie yeah. was on Revenge Mode. I helped yeah. with her PSA. So, I know all these really <laughs> Got cool... You, Amanda. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. We love your podcast, Amanda. My brain was just stupid. So, you should go um, listen to Revenge Mode because Amanda really only talked about periods and, like, how it affected multiple women or irregularities, all these wonderful things. And she did a really beautiful PSA on it. So, you should totally go check it out on thebreeze.com. Um, and you can go follow her on Twitter at Mandy Moosh, if I remember correctly. But... What I learned from, like, helping Amanda with that and, like, being around her while she was doing this is when you go to, like, health centers and stuff like that, they will give you condoms, they will give you birth control, they will give you all these things, Mm -hmm. but they won't give you period supplies because periods are not a choice. What? (laughs) Yeah. So... I know you couldn't hear me, but that was just the sound of me rolling my eyes. (laughs) So, like... Sex is a choice, right? You actively have to go seek out a partner. Yes. Right. right. And obviously, um, disclaimer, obviously the things they're giving out for sex most of the time are for heterosexual sex, which mm-hmm. is fine. So you're going out and finding someone and having sex with them, having sex that will get you pregnant because it's usually what they're trying to avoid is unplanned pregnancy, mm-hmm. which is interesting, though, is because, like, there's a lot of steps. I make this joke all the time. There's a lot of steps to get pregnant. Okay. And there's not a lot of steps to get a period. You kind of just got to have a uterus. And so it's like, (laughs) it's like, why aren't we giving women pads? Like, even on campus, you can max get five pads a day. And as a woman who goes through TMI, like, eight a day, like, especially the first two days of your period, it 
Oh, the first two days. Oh, well, there's love there's ways those. around getting only five though, because like you guess, at least that I've figured out on Chafee. Is yeah, like have a friend center, get you. The health the center home. will give you some, and then transitional services will, will give you some. some. So you get ten. But then, then it's like you gotta like float around campus and be like, please give me pads. And like <laughs> you're like spare change, <laughs> spare please. pads. Please. Get your friend to go into health services and ask for pads. Right, yeah. like it's, it, but it's just like insane to me that like, oh, we won't give out free period supplies, yeah, because it's but not we'll a give choice. Out free condoms, yeah, and it's like, no, keep giving out free condoms, no, keep of making course. like, and that's the beauty of us being in Cal- but California. Also, give out with, free tampons, please. Right, yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, so like, even for example, I have, um, I'm like a subscriber to one of those like monthly birth control. It's actually quarterly. I get it three times a week, four times a week. I get three, so that means I get it four, yeah, four times a year. Uh-huh. So, like, and even they don't give me period supplies. They give me birth control, condoms, lube, chocolate, stickers. But I have not gotten pads. I've not gotten tampons. haven't gotten any help. Hmm. But I get all that stuff for free. But, like, they won't give me tampons and pads, even though it revolves around my period. Like, it comes when I'm on my period. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really interesting. That is really interesting. Why? Like, that's that's what I don't understand. Yeah, why is it like that? And then how could, what could we do to change that? Like what? Yeah, that was actually my last question is oh, okay. what would you like to see change <laughs> okay. in the world? Because I think, I think as much as like this conversation, I feel like 20 years ago, us having this conversation would have been like the end of the world. But, and me being like, let's talk about Katie's Volvo for 20 seconds. Um, <laughs> like, I think like it's changing, but still to the point where they're like women, like nurses will still open link to your face and be like, well, it's not a choice. So you're just going to have to figure it out. Like, uh-huh. you hear about, like, prison tampons, yeah. right, and those stories. Like, they won't – like, I remember there was this ad for something on, like, Lifetime or something where they talked to women in prison. Oh, it was Refinery29, and they talked mm-hmm. to women in prison. And one of them was, like, you would perform sexual favors with the guards to get pads and tampons. That's awful. And, I mean, the prison system is already just, like, an unjust corporation. Like, the in America, the prison system is corporate and not actually ran by the government, which is another horrible thing that we can get on a topic about later. Mm-hmm. But – it's just, like, to think about, like, it's a basic human right. Like, it's a basic human function. It's, like, you need mm-hmm. to eat. You need to drink water. Women, 50% of the population bleeds. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I think that's something that just needs to be changed. Just access to periods. Like, and access to pads and tampons. Like, because I don't think that that's, like, normal enough yet. Because mm-hmm. even, like, I still, to this day, get stressed out of walking out of class with my backpack or a tiny bag, or something. I pre-put yeah, my pad in my pocket when I'm at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I remember in high school, like, being questioned and being like, well, I'm on my period. And mm-hmm. then you have to deal with that all day that you told 36 people that you're on your period. And Especially like, in the setting of high school where it's already hugely, like, stigmatized. right? Yeah. So it's, it's just embarrassing. Because I remember I had an experience like that in my ninth grade biology class. I got up and I grabbed my bag and my biology teacher who was a male gave me a very hard time about it so i had to announce to the entire class that i was bleeding so it was like it's embarrassing and and that i would love to be educated because i'm sick and tired of male teachers male teachers and i'm also sick and tired of the only men that understand are men with sisters Sisters. that's Mm -hmm. not the only reason you should know and i'm tired of women's value being placed in being sisters friends girlfriends and mothers because women have value regardless of their relationship to a man yes exactly but I remember in high school that that happened to me once too, mm-hmm. where I was I was in a class with my male teacher and I needed to go to the bathroom, and I was trying to grab or my friend had um, 
a little bag with like pads and tampons in it and I was like can I take it to go to the bathroom and she was like sure so I grabbed the bag and I almost walked out of the class and they were like where are you going I was like to the restroom I need to go it's an emergency and they're like a restroom is this isn't an emergency no sit down and I was like it's an emergency I need to go and they're like they wouldn't let me go mm-hmm. or he wouldn't let me go and then I like you had to announce to the class well like I'm on my fucking period you need to let me go yeah and it's embarrassing because of the stigma stigma oh my god I can't the stigmatization exactly um (laughs) (laughs) because everyone thinks it's gross like Mm -hmm. I remember not not only the guys but the girls would turn turn around and be like it's like how dare you say that (laughs) out loud you're supposed to support me exactly (laughs) please only when I got to college when I is when I started to see the support of my there's something peers. about exactly. being in high school that causes a high school mentality mm-hmm. right and i think that makes it really hard is like mm-hmm. and it's, then you get to college yeah. and you're like dude honestly men ain't shit this ain't shit we're all fucking bleeding like i just want to go home like do you need help <laughs> like because yeah and i hated high school like i hated high school and i'm like had really great friends in high school and i still hated high school mm-hmm. exactly that's yeah that was my experience too and then, um, Katie, to answer your question of what I'd like to see change in the world around periods is I would love uh, for more awareness around how we can distribute like products like tampons and pads to the homeless community. Because I watched a video recently, I forget to who, but credits to you, of it followed a homeless woman around and it was her day to day basically how she dealt with her period and she was like going to public restrooms and like rinsing out rags because she couldn't afford yes and it was yeah it was awful and it's like this one on top of being homeless and not being able to afford food so like what are you supposed to do that's always a huge conversation um just about like like homeless women having pets and we're just talking america right now there's a documentary on netflix called um it's an indie documentary. It might be called The Period Project, or that just might be the, the company that they're working with. But I would recommend... It's 30 minutes long. Please go watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talks about basically this comp- the school kids in America helping out this inventor in India. And they made a they made something that takes just plain cotton and turns it into pads for women and they can make it themselves. Oh, I see. Wow. And so, like, people donate so that they can just give those machines to people because, yeah. like, even there, it's just not available. Guess what I'm watching when I get home? Yeah, it's 30 <laughs> minutes long. Please go watch it. It's really, really good. I actually watched it with one of our fellow journalists and, like, Ooh. we had a whole conversation about it after. <laughs> but, um, do you no, have to, anything? To answer your question, I there's like two things I would change is the access to them because I had this recent um, experience where I went to Victoria Gardens. I don't know about you guys, but every time that I start my period and I'm out in a public place and I try to get a freaking tampon or pad from the, um, I've never tried to get one of those machines. They either take my money Mm -hmm. or they just, it won't, won't turn. I've never been able to get them to work. Then never. And it's so annoying because like, that's supposed to be like your last resort. Mm -hmm. And so I had to, go to um some women in the bathroom and be like hey do you guys have a tampon or a pad and they didn't and Mm -hmm. so i was like well fuck and i had to take toilet paper Paper, wrap it around your exactly the struggle i love that struggle (laughs) so i would change the access to it i want no i don't it's annoying that we have to pay 25 cents for something that's necessary yep it should just be basically available it would be it should be basically available to women that need it it's annoying just so, like they hand out free condoms at liquor stores they should exactly. hand out. or is it liquor stores they hand out free condoms fucking everywhere yeah, just like everywhere. they'll hand out just like one free we condom we were walking they at an art walk and yeah. they gave me condoms for free and i was like cool bet 
they have them in baskets at public health clinics and mm-hmm. all these things. And it's like, why don't you have tampons. tampons? And because it's unhealthy to be sitting in that because, again, it's not just blood. Mm-hmm. It's literally the lining of an organ. And it's like to have that sitting in your pants all day and it smells and then that doesn't feel great. And then it's just like a mixture of like cleanliness, general hygiene at that point. Like, you know, and it's and it's hard to feel like gross and you already don't feel you're cramping. Yeah. And there's all the other symptoms. It's just it's just like. Why do we have to make it more difficult than it already is? Right. Exactly. No, I also want to say that, like, I would change the segmentation about it. It's just, just more education. Just more mm-hmm. education on it. Um, at the age that, you know, girls normally start their periods. Like, I know you said you started early, but, like, the normal age, what, 11, 12? So, 6th grade, 7th grade. I want that to be, like, available to those kids and not have their parents go home to sign a waiver because that's stupid that's mm-hmm. that's your and that's a, your human body mm-hmm. bleeding not just women. periods too queer kids and if yes. it's and if it's taught at such a young age i feel like unplanned pregnancies wouldn't be such a problem they would not be exactly such an they would not. like if we would teach them at because like you have no sexual desire for like around sixth grade i know i never did i did not so if I mean, I looked taught, up sex in the dictionary because I was stupid, but, like, I didn't actually <laughs> exactly. want to go have sex. Being like, taught, yeah. like, at the young age, like, not necessarily scaring kids into not having sex, but, like, educating them, we would have way less unplanned pregnancies of, like, girls because having babies in senior year. Like, that's insane. Because, one, you can't, you can't afford to have a kid senior year. Nobody can. And then, even if, like, I'm pro-choice, but I'm, at the same time, I don't think I could ever have an actual abortion. Mm-hmm. like that, i've come that's to terms. exactly how i feel right everyone else can have that choice and i'm really happy that you have that choice and mm-hmm. i understand that but physically i don't think i like i thought about it and like legit cried so like i couldn't do it but i respect any woman that can because it that's i just it takes a whole lot of strength it takes mm-hmm. a whole lot of strength and i commend them yes. and i'm glad that they have that choice mm-hmm. but some either restricted that by their parents or they're like me and they just don't want to which is fair so then it's like you can't be like, well, abortions. Like, that's not, that isn't the end-all be-all. And I hate that people think that that's the end-all be-all because it's not. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, if we teach and help and, because I think also making making sex fall into that line of like drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. for teenagers makes it be that thing where it's like, well, now I have to go have sex. Yeah. And then we have on top of that TV shows and stuff because I thought something was wrong with me that I lost my virginity after high school. Me too. And so then it was like, oh, you have to have sex at 16, mm-hmm. right? Or then That's going to be a fun episode. This is going to be a real fun episode coming <laughs> up when we're done with this one because I think we need it. But, like, I think it's just, like, fighting all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure. Thank you guys for listening to the period episode. And thank you guys for contributing to this very necessary, wonderful conversation. Of course. That is always a longer one and always is connected to more and more things, which is why we created the Pink Babble podcast in the first place. Heck yeah, dude. So thank you guys for listening. (laughs) Catch this podcast every Wednesday on TheBreeze.com. And we will catch you guys this next episode. My name is Katie and I'm your host. I'm Raylene. And I'm Maddie. And we will see you guys next Wednesday.